to the Book Track Chronicles. I'm so glad to be spending this time with you. It has been a crazy few weeks here. <sighs> so now I get to sit down, look at the sunshine out my window, and just talk with you for a while. How are you doing? What's going on? It seems to me that people are starting to recover a little bit from the whole pandemic thing. In the beginning, when I was doing deliveries and driving around, it was a ghost town. There were no cars on the road, no people on the streets, kids' bikes abandoned, no kids outside. And now everything feels like it's back to normal a little bit. There are more lineups outside the stores, but you know what? The store's parking lots are full again, and the roads are busy again. And it almost feels like there's a little blip in the radar, and now we've resumed what we thought we lost. So as I try to recover with the market season and the book truck business season being very different than last year, and very different from what I expected this year would be, I have to be grateful that so many people are healthy and we flatten the curve, as they say, and we're doing okay. Doesn't mean we need to be complacent, right? We can't get cocky and arrogant that we're all fine and immortal because we're not. We still have to be safe, make sure that we're being considerate of each other, wash our hands all the time. Are you like me? Are you washing your hands a crazy amount? Like I thought I was really clean before. But now I'm thinking maybe not quite so much because I have never washed my hands so much in my life. And then my hands get dry. So then I have to put cream on and then my hands are slippery. And then I do something and I have to wash my hands again and blah, blah. It's just a constant, constant process. Is this you too? Like it can't be just me, right? Come on. So in the podcast today, we are starting something a little bit different. I thought it'd be really fun to talk to different readers when I meet them and ask some questions about their reading life, but in a little bit of a different, less stressful kind of way. So I call it the rapid fire 30. And these are 30 questions that I ask of readers so that we can hear a little bit about what's interesting to them, what books they've read, what books they've loved. Um, and it gives us a little bit of an insight into them without having to go through too much backstory or too much of other stuff. So I've listened to the comments that you all have made about the podcast and the things you loved and the things you wanted to see more of. So we are going to do more reader questionnaires like this. And today, yay, today, you are going to meet somebody who's one of my absolute favorite people on the entire planet. That is no exaggeration. She is also my firstborn, so it's because of her that I'm a mom. And she is somebody who has come alongside me and she is working with Daisy Chain Book Company as an employee. So this is really exciting. She loves books. She's an English major in school who is excited to be an English teacher. And I just, I'm very excited for you to hear a little bit from her and hopefully she'll come on every now and then and maybe co-host with me sometimes. I really haven't talked about that with her, but I would love it to be so fun. So I have started with her today and we are going to hear her rapid fire 30. So without further ado, here is Hannah. 
Okay, so everybody, welcome to the Book Track Chronicles. And I get to introduce somebody to you today who I love like crazy. Today, you're going to meet Hannah Morpurgo. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah is also now a fully fledged employee of Daisy Chain Book Company. So, yay! And we're going to do a fun way for you all to hear a little bit about Hannah's reading life. We're going to do a rapid fire 30. Are you ready, Hannah? I'm ready. Okay. What is an author you'd most like to have coffee with? Um, Jim Carrey. Yes, he's an author. He I is. Promise. Yeah, he's written a book. Which fictional world or time period would you like to spend a weekend in? You can't expect me to choose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Name a book that has changed how you see the world. The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. What is a book that broke your heart? All the Bright Places. Mm. If the story of your life were made into a film, who would play you? I've thought about this. There's no celebrity equivalent to me, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you are original. What is a book that didn't live up to its hype? Turtles All the Way Down. Oh, yeah. What is a book that wasn't hyped enough? I'll give you the sun. Okay. What is a book that should never be made into a film? Tender is the Night. And a screen adaptation that's actually better than the book? A series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Last book you stopped reading? Great Expectations. <laughs> the last book you bought? Uh, the Grapes of Wrath. Last book someone gave you? People don't give English majors books, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last book you reread? The Fault in Our Stars, I think. Last book you suggested to someone? Um, the One, even though I haven't read it yet. Eh, it still counts. <laughs> last book you posted a picture of? Never. I, I never have. Never. Yeah, that's okay. We still love you. Book you're reading right now? The Goldfinch. Next book you can't wait to start? The Secret History. Secret History? Same author. Donna Tart. Oh, sweet. Who is the best literary villain? Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. Duh. That's true. She's pretty She's the worst. Name the first three books that come to mind. The Great Gatsby, Persuasion, and Tuck Everlasting. Mm, good. Ebook or tree book? Tree. Tree. Weirdest thing you've ever used as a bookmark? Another book. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place to read? Um, in bed on a rainy day, I think. Mm -hmm. Borrow or buy? Buy. A book you loaned out and never got back? Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> a book you borrowed and never returned? Left Behind. Apologies to the church library. <laughs> What is your favorite word? Forever. Oh, good word. Thank you. How do you organize your bookshelves? I don't have shelves. I don't have room for them. Oh. What do you drink while reading? Peppermint tea. What is the thickest book on your shelf? I guess if you don't have a shelf. If I had shelves, it yeah. would be uh, an anthology of poetry. Probably. And how many books did you read last year? I stopped counting. I didn't count. That's impressive. That is it? Yeah. Hannah, you're really good at this. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for answering my questions. Of course. Ah, oh, she is so awesome. I adore her like 
mad. It's such a reward as a parent. When your child is young and fun and beautiful and quirky and smart and all those great things that we're proud of. But then when they grow up to be adults and you genuinely like spending time with them. I like who Hannah is. I think she is amazing. I think anybody who gets to spend time with her is so much better off for doing so. And that's not, I'm not bragging as a mom. She is very much her own person and I'm so proud of her. So if you come to the truck when I'm at an event or a market and Hannah is there, please say hi to her. She would love to meet you. So yes, if you get a chance to meet her or talk with her, I'm just thrilled to share her with you. So having Hannah on this podcast, what a joy. Yay, I'm so excited. Okay, so now we are going to segue a little bit into books that I have read recently. So as many of you know, if you're paying attention to any of my social media, I posted a picture of We Need to Talk About Kevin by Lionel Shriver. This book um, I'd heard quite a bit about, and in all honesty, I was curious about it because Tilda Swinton is in the film version, and I really like Tilda Swinton. I think she's smart in the choices that she makes, and so I was curious about this. Um, This was a very hard book to read. So the premise of it is, it is a series of letters that a mom writes to her husband about their son. Their son who is Kevin, and he has some challenges, some behavioral challenges, some issues, and what you learn, and I believe it's on the back cover, so it's not giving too, too much away, is that he has committed murder. How as a parent do you reconcile your role and your responsibility when your child is responsible for such a heinous crime? Um, she, do you still love your child? Are you angry with the child? How do you, how do you take responsibility for yourself? How are you and your partner in parenting this child dealing with that together? It was, it was a very, very well-written book. I think that Lionel Shriver has a fantastic appreciation for good sentences and putting words together in a way that is incredibly beautiful. Um, I was listening to it on audiobook and a number of times I was wishing that I could have pulled over and written some of them down. Beautiful, beautiful writing. Um, and I think that's important because when a story is as difficult to read or to tell as this one, and as honest as she told it, Lionel Shriver is a woman. I didn't know that when I first heard the name. <laughs> it's an unusual female name, but there you have it. Um, I think the way she tells it needs to be written beautifully because it is so difficult. Some parts of it were very challenging, um, very dark, very raw and honest. It needed to be beautiful as well because it balanced it out so well. Um, If you have read this and you know what I'm talking about, a number of people commented that they had read this in book club and it led to a really good discussion. It would, it really would. I'd be curious, if you've read this, send me a message, tell me what you thought about it. Cause I, as soon as I finished this book, I definitely wanted to talk to somebody about it, which is why I started a conversation on my Instagram account about it. Uh, and then I quickly watched the film and it was, well, it was very disappointing, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, they often are. So that was, We Need to Talk About Kevin by Lionel Shriver. Uh, Let's see, what's another book that I had finished recently? Oh, okay. 
how about this? I finished a book that was so good. My husband actually said, oh, you made a sound when you were reading that because I was so shocked in some parts that I audibly gasped. Now that is not so common for me. So this was called The One by John Mars. It will be made into a, a Netflix miniseries, I believe, but it was, it was so good. The premise of this book is, what if in each of us, there was a gene in our DNA that determined our perfect match? You wouldn't have to date anymore, kiss a bunch of frogs, it wouldn't go bad. If you knew that there was a perfect match just for you, that you were genetically linked to be in perfect symbiosis as partners. Well, that would sound great. So in this book, this is the truth. And people, I think went through five different people and there's a situation of doing the swap, sending it off and getting the results back about who their perfect match was and the results that came from that. Oh, it was so good. I, each storyline I thought was really inspired, so different. Um, I could relate in a little bit to all of them. It, okay, except for one where the guy was kind of a psychopath, but the rest were were very good. Um, I really, really liked it. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I thought all the characters were developed just as they should have been. Not too much, not too little. There was really good dynamic in the pace of this story. And when it was over, I closed the book and I just went, oh, that was a fun ride. Right? It just, it just ended on a satisfying note and I, I was so grateful to have read it. So this is The One by John Mars. So, so good. Okay, the last one that I'm going to talk about today is one called All Adults Here by Emma Straub. Now, usually I like to do backlist. You know this about me. I don't necessarily like to have books that are straight off the new releases shelf because that's just not interesting to me. Everybody else is already reading about reading it and talking about it. I don't need to add to that party. So I like backlist. However, this one came across my desk and I just, well, I read it. So um, yeah, All Adults Here by Emma Straub. She has got a very, very dedicated following and she even has her own bookstore called Books Are Magic, which is so cool, by the way. So, so cool. Um, I love when an author can give back to the reading community in that way. I think that is really, really brilliant. Um, this book, I, you know, I've never really read anything by Emma Straub before, so this is my first kick at the can. I didn't love it. I was kind of waiting for it to be over. I realized that is not a popular opinion. There are many people out there who are raving about this book and talking about how great it is and how dysfunctional this family is and how relatable and, and I, you know what? I think I've read so many books about dysfunctional families and it, was, it just felt like one more of those for me. It, it was a story of a family who all came together in this small town and, and after the death of a woman that has been in the community her entire life, a woman named Astrid comes to the realization that so many things in her life are not what she thought they were. She is now, I think she's 70 in her life, and she has tried to reconcile that her relationship with her children and her role as mom maybe wasn't what she thought it was, and she tries to 
come to terms with that and mend some broken relationships as she engages a new relationship with somebody else, um, a new romantic relationship. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. I just didn't love any of the characters. I didn't care what happened to them. There wasn't anyone that stood out to me that said, ooh, ooh, care about me, love me, cheer for me. I didn't feel like cheering for any of them. Um, I really wanted to. I was waiting for the, the flash to go off and for for me to feel just so connected to it and, and want to keep going. And you know what? I just, I was just waiting for it to be over. So I know that sounds harsh and cruel and this is no commentary on her as a writer. I think she wrote very well. I just, it was not the story for me. And maybe at a different time, this would have been a much better, more relevant story. But for me right now, it, it just didn't hit the notes I was looking for. And that's of course me and not the book. So, you know, when I'm reading books, I'm always reading books based on how they make me feel, not about their literary standing or their popularity or anything like that. So in terms of how this made me feel, eh, when it was over, I just didn't feel anything. So. I might give this book a try at another time, but you know what? If you love this, good for you. I hope that if you love Emma Straub, definitely read this book. This is probably something that you're excited about. And if you read it and loved it, please tell me what you loved about it. Tell me what characters you were rooting for and how it made you feel as a reader. That is, um, that is really important. So yes, I definitely want to hear from you. All right, guys. Well, I am going to sign off now because I have an awful lot of books that I have to enter into the database and get things ready. Um, I have to wash out the floor of the book truck and I have to get other stuff done. So, oh my goodness, my list is so long. Um, but I have loved this. I love sitting here and talking with you. I've missed you. I've missed you. So, yeah, don't be a stranger. Um, send me a message. Let me know what kinds of things you want to talk about. If you want to be on the podcast, send me a message. I would love to talk to you and interview you and share your love of books and the things that made an impact on you with everybody else listening. And did you know this? There are now seven countries listening to the Book Truck Chronicles. Yep, you heard it. Seven different countries. So you guys, for everybody listening who chose to spend this time with me, thank you. You are you are amazing and I am so, so grateful for you. So this is me signing off and um, I will return next week with some more books and some more interviews. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.